Hi, everyone. This is Friday for in Love, Monday We Post Podcast. Um, I'm Gail. I'm Michelle. And today we're talking about our holiday traditions, because we don't do holidays the way a lot of people do anymore. We don't go from Hallmark holiday to Hallmark holiday, because that's no. just... That's just not us. No, it's also kind of not the... Um, I don't think it's the modern experience either, especially not for those of us who are um, on any kind of a fringe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We didn't really do Thanksgiving this year at all. Well, Gail has to work a lot of holidays because she works for a newspaper and the newspaper gets put out. And my sister used to bring her children down and we would do because Gail and most of my, and my sister's entire family are vegetarians and my or my little brother Bo is too and so we would basically have Thanksgiving with all the fixings <laughs> and the traditional Thanksgiving veggie burgers yeah I would have a regular burger but, <laughs> <laughs> but we had the mashed potatoes and we used to have the, I have this book that's got this really great stuffing in it mm-hmm. well we don't do that anymore my sister moved to Boston and mm-hmm. And I would make a derby pie, and Bo would eat half of it and leave the the other six or seven of us with the other half. Yeah, derby pie is from Gail's, the, one of the holidays that she celebrated because it was local to her, which is Derby Day. And yeah, because I grew up in Louisville, and yeah, I, it surprised me so much when I left Louisville and realized that not everyone has the first week of May just revolving around a horse race, <laughs> so... That yeah. was a shock. Regional holidays are another area of interest because around here are the biggest one I can think of that's regional is Fosnock Day. Mm-hmm. And if anyone offers you a Fosnock, do not eat it because no. it's a lump of potato lard that sits in your stomach for all of Lent. <laughs> uh-huh. It's basically so that you eat those so that you're not hungry during Lent. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, there was Thanksgiving. Um, Gail went to work. I went mm. to Target and had tea when I was finished working at home. And... Uh, there were a lot of people bustling. It seemed a slightly merrier atmosphere this year. Mm-hmm. But mm, I appreciate all of those of you who go out to work on Black Friday. And when I was working in a hospital right after college, I would always work the holidays too. And in some ways, especially um, cut down on the lonely, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what that was nice because you were often in Kentucky. and Yeah. And people have to go to... I was an admissions clerk for an AR, and so people who showed up on Christmas and New Year's, it was... They needed to be there. Yeah. And so it was also kind of slow, so you got this camaraderie with your fellow workers, and it was also nice to be doing something for the universe. Because mm-hmm. my favorite part of Christmas season was always... Uh, well, I like the Advent sense of taking time off to take it slowly. We found our church partly because they had Advent services on Wednesday night, which was basically just go into a candlelit church with about 10 other people and take some time off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Advent, it's, it, in the Episcopal Church, Advent is seen as a waiting time or, or preparing for the birth of Christ. So, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that's one of the things I always like about this time of year. I guess it'll be a couple more weeks before, but December skies always seem so clear. and It's just like you can look up and see... You know, the stars that have been there from the beginning. And um, for me, Christmas Eve was always, whether I was at my parents or here, it's going outside and, you know, we they have we got a Christmas tree when we first moved to New Jersey or when we first moved to South Jersey and I was five. And hopefully it's still there. I haven't been back for a year or so. 
Um, but it's like what fifty feet tall. Now. Yeah, it's enormous. <laughs> and so I always love to go outside and just kind of stand in front of that tree. And they live um like ten minutes away from the ocean, by car and five minutes by boat. Um. And so the skies are so clear, and it's just it was always amazing for me as a kid. I like Christmas Eve because my grandma would come to visit and kick me out of my bedroom, and so I get the couch and I could just stay up and turn out the lights and turn on the lights for the Christmas tree and watch The Bishop's Wife, which has David Niven and Cary Grant and Loretta Young, Young mm-hmm. and is amazing and magical and just what you want in a Christmas movie. And so that was my Christmas tradition. My favorite part of it when I was a kid was Christmas Eve because I was by myself, um, good for introverting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were bright, sparkly things on the tree and bright, sparkly things in the sky. <laughs> there was the first Christmas tree I had in New Jersey, and um, you got to watch The Bishop's Wife, and it was just kind of nice. And then you wait for Santa and the presents mm-hmm. under the tree. And, mm-hmm. and so for Christmas now, we haven't really sorted out Christmas now because... Uh, Gail does a lot of church stuff because she's very involved in handbells at church. Yeah, and we play handbells at the Christmas Eve service every year. And until last year, that meant that I was at church at like 9.30 p.m. And the service started at like 11 and it went until after midnight. And so there's that. But last year they switched it to 8 o'clock. I'm not sure if they're going to do that this year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's nice. The church is full of pine and everybody's a bit... It's just got that nice touch of holiday magic in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of quiet. I like the quiet and contemplative parts of the Christmas holiday. I was never much. We used to have big family holiday dinners, but you'd always find me and my siblings in the mm-hmm. kitchen doing the dishes while everybody else was noisy and talking. Or we'd be outside playing pickup football or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not the center of attention. And now Gail always works on the holidays. So Yeah, which is what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but every holiday for the past four years. It's, uh, but anyway. Pearl um, of the business. Other holidays. Should we do them in order after Christmas? or sure. Anyway, we have adjusted. The holidays we don't really pay much attention to are Valentine's Day, I discovered. Oh, no, we should still be talking about... Anyway, I discovered I was writing a fan fiction set in the winter and I didn't put Valentine's <laughs> Day in it, which no one has noticed yet, which is probably good because the time is kind of iffy anyway, but I paid a lot more attention to Lunar New Year because it's my artistic reboot. I um, have for nearly 20 years now um, done art for like the fortnight around the Lunar New Year, taking the element of the year and the animal of the year and doing just picking a medium like painting or pastels or I did pencils last year um and just really it's an artistic reboot because I don't have to think about what I'm doing or find something else to do I just really focus on finding pictures sketching the animal getting to where I'm comfortable with it and then letting go and being in the moment when I'm doing it until I'm through and it's kind of a relief just to you know, like last year it was dogs. One of them kind of got werewolfy, which wasn't really a surprise. And I really got into doing kind of, kind of getting a Chinese brush painting feel with pencils, which was really kind of cool. I fell in love with a new way of doing pine trees. Um, and so it's a really good creative chance for me to see how I've advanced and where I've rebooted and 
now I'm in a cycle where there's uh, the Chinese lunar cycle or the zodiac cycle is 12 years. So I'm doing animals for the second time. And it's interesting to see how I've changed or progressed or just they're just different. <laughs> and they're in a different medium. Like the last time there was a fire dog and or I did a fire dog first and I did them in shiny pastels. And last year I did the earth dog, which was in pencils with some cool Chinese um, painting style pine trees and mountains and a few temples. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ty, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, back to holiday, the more traditional holiday stuff, like between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, there are lots of holiday movies. That Not enough gay we, ones or any. No, oh, yeah. there, there need to be a lot more gay holiday movies, but we always go with, well, we always, we usually start sometime with um, Desk Set, ha! which yes. is... Um, <laughs> Not technically a holiday movie, but much like but Die Hard, it, it has become one. <laughs> um, it's Catherine Hepburn and Spacey, uh, uh, Trencer, I can't say it. Spencer, Spencer Tracy. <laughs> um, and they're working at a network on, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, Together. And she's and a librarian, and he's a... He's a computer scientist. Yes, and before computer scientists called themselves that. Yeah, back when they had computers that took up an entire room and would just tell you what you had already told it. When everybody remembered what IBM stood for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one of our favorites. Um, this year we started watching Christmas movies early because Michelle needed to... Do some research for her fan fiction. Yeah, I've written fan Christmas fan fiction. I've tried to do fill in the gap with the lack of lesbian or gay girl holiday movies by writing love life fan fiction that approximates the pacing and style of a lifetime. Although we like the Netflix ones better than more diverse um, <clears throat> holiday movie. Although it used to just be Lifetime and Hallmark, but Netflix is getting into every everything everything now and they're doing it really well we're impressed yeah um, we watched the christmas chronicles the other night christmas chronicles really was fun kurt russell is a phenomenal santa claus kurt russell is the modern santa claus and it's Definitely. worth watching for him um but and it was that was kind of like a mishmash of adventures and babysitting and it stole the brother sister plot it was a part of the brother sister plot from i had to look it up william joyce's santa calls which is a cute little book and there were just touches of a whole bunch of different things, which is never bad in a Christmas movie. Yep. I think when if you cobble together a Christmas movie out of bits of beloved other things and give it enough of an original tint and tilt and let actors go to town, it can be a lot of fun, and Christmas Chronicles was like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been doing research trying to find a Christmas plot for this year. and uh, The Santa thing kind of got me charged from the Christmas Chronicles, but I did a one of those This is the Child of Santa things last year. If you want to read any of my um, Christmas fan fiction. You can search for Santa Cutie and the Christmas Cookie Queen, which was last year's uh, <laughs> archive of our own or fan fiction. It's, uh, I forget, Blinkety Love, A Lonely Pond. One of those. Um, and the first year I did, I forget what I, uh, Oh, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? It was supposed to be a New mm-hmm. Year's Eve story and turned into a Christmas story. And this year I'm still kind of batting around thinking for a plot. So that's one of our holiday traditions is coming up with watching Christmas movies and trying to come up with better plots. I don't really feel like doing the Scrooge take. The Scrooge take is always fun. Vanessa Williams did an, oh, excellent, an excellent Scrooge one. I can't remember the title of it, but I am Vanessa Williams. 
the one who was on Ugly Betty. <laughs> and, huh? What? What did you say? I was trying to remember which station that was on. That. Was it? Yeah. BT. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, and the Angela Bassett. What was the name of that movie? The Nativity movie. Oh right. That's phenomenal. That is amazing. It's Angela Bassett and, and Forrest Whitaker. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Black Nativity, isn't it? Black Nativity, yeah. Yeah, it's based it's on a play. It's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, which you might not have. Yeah, it's really, really good. Mm. That was out a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, I, I can't recommend any movies with gay characters because there aren't enough out there on no, Christmas. No, there really, really aren't. It doesn't oh. make any sense because gay people have Christmas too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love Live episode with Snow Malation is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any? The Kim Possible doesn't have gay people in it, but the Kim Possible Christmas episode is also good. That's one of yes. our traditions, actually. Yeah, but yeah, the Kim Possible one. The Phil of the Future. Phil of the Future one's very fun. We have an odd disc full of Disney um, holiday episodes. <laughs> it's like Zach and Cody and Phil yeah, of the Future and Raven. and Raven and Kim Possible and. Oh, shoot, what's the one with Shia LaBeouf? Oh, even Stevens. Even Stevens, there we go. Yeah, that's a fun. That's those are fun, fun, yes. fun episodes. Yes. Oh, another holiday episode. Uh, another holiday movie that we always watch is the Disney movie about Hanukkah. Oh, my favorite basketball movie. Yes. yes. Um, the Full Court Miracle. Yes. It's amazing. It's, it's fun. very, it's great. It's really good. And very educational about Hanukkah, which is nice. But mm-hmm. I, I, well, I like Triumph of Human Spirit movies, and I'm a big. And sports movies. Sports movies, yes. I'm currently watching a badminton anime called... <laughs> well, I haven't heard anybody pronounce the name of it, but it's just really intensely about badminton. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're in that holiday mode. and um, My family is... I don't know. Well, my mother is kind of anti... Something. My mother doesn't speak to us that much because she's anti the gay. Mm-hmm. It embarrasses her. Um, and... My brother is huge. My brother Joseph is huge into Christmas, and he likes to have these huge family Christmas events and have everybody there and do Magic the Gathering tournaments or something like that. And while I do play Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons and all of those fun things, and I love doing them, I do not love playing them with Joseph because he is a very sore loser. Um, <laughs> and he likes to run tournaments. Exact Hi, Joe, if you're listening to this, but you are, and you know it. <laughs> but he likes tournaments to run exactly in the same way and it's not really any fun when you have to do so uh, the last couple of years we've just played more random games like Machu Koru that's a cool yeah, one that was fun. and um, the monster games the Tokyo what is it called New, to- New Tokyo yeah there's there's so um, both of my brothers are really into board games and so we go home and play we go visit my family and play whatever the board game of the moment is with whatever nieces and nephews are around we try to do that not necessarily on Christmas proper, but if my sister comes down from Boston between Christmas and New Year's, we'll try to go on an off day because I think, um, especially when they were younger, that and I remember this from my childhood, Christmas was kind of a blur of relatives and sugar and toys mm. and presents. And um, and so if we go like the Friday after Christmas, that works a lot better. Yeah, they've calmed down by then. and It's a much more memorable visit for all of us and there's time for throwing a ball around outdoors and playing mm-hmm. games and stuff. And so that pretty much sums up. And Gail has never really gone to see her family at Christmas. It's her birthday's right after 
the holidays and yes my birthday is actually epiphany so <laughs> which is fun um so yeah i tend to go see my family around then and i'm an only child so no siblings and nieces and nephews and all that i have a ton of cousins so <laughs> and so that's pretty much our christmas um, we haven't gotten a tree for, well, we did get a tree, but we're not going to get a tree this time because we have a completely crazy kitten now <laughs> named Bennett, and he flies and leaps and climbs things like curtains. So his official name is, at the moment, Bennett Greystoke Speedbump Norton Eubank because the Greystoke is after Tarzan because he likes to climb on curtains and sway from them. And um, we can we can definitely imagine what he would do with a Christmas tree, and it would not be good. No. Yeah. Um, so we will probably just once again, right now we've got, we put Christmas lights around my easel and um, go from there. Maybe I'll take a picture of my easel and post it with this episode. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much our Christmas traditions. We don't really do food traditions per se. No, because, well. Well, we just don't. <laughs> no, we don't because we're just. You're a vegetarian. Because so I'm a vegetarian, Michelle isn't. And yes, so. We just cook something nice. Yeah, usually. Mm-hmm. So that's us and Christmas, and we did Lunar New Year, New Year's. Eh, we oh, we watched Bachelor Mother on New Year's. Bachelor Mother is a fun New Year's. That is a very fun New Year's movie. Yeah. With um, David Niven and Ginger Rogers, and it's mm-hmm. New York New Year's. Lots of fun. Uh, I used to invent. Uh, we would have prosecco or Bellinis, and or I used to, or sometimes we'd have uh, bourbon milkshake. Mm-hmm. Bourbon. Gil likes bourbon. Um, she's from Kentucky, so bourbon is a thing there. <laughs> you make it sound like the only place that <laughs> bourbon is a thing is Kentucky. Or, or so yes, I would like. I used to like to read cocktail books, and come up with different drinks, mm-hmm. and we would do a new one on New Year's and watch Bachelor Mother and have a toast. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty nice. Because yeah. you know, if you're gonna go out on New Year's, be safe. Don't drink. Don't drive. Same with Christmas and any other day. Yep. Um, a couple of times we went to see the White Rose Drop. Except it's always really cold. Except it's always really cold here. And dark. And dark. So, so dark. Yeah. And so from that we go to the Oscars, which is... Yes, that that's is... That's one of our personal holidays. Personal <laughs> holidays, yes. We have lots of... Well, we have several personal holidays. Oscar night is definitely one of them. That's one of the nights I take off from work to watch the Oscars at home. Because it's the Oscars and... If anyone says that they have never written their own Oscar speech in their head, they're lying. Because <laughs> who doesn't do that? Who doesn't dream about getting an Oscar for something? Yes, those of you who give good inspirational speeches, we listen. Um, and it's been fun because um, one of my Twitter peeps, Kristen Burt, is a dance reporter and entertainment reporter. And she actually... Um, is an, as probably even more of an Oscar fanatic than I am, but she's actually been able to cover the Oscars from the Oscars. She was one of the first um, online reporters to do that, I think. And she does the red carpet. Yeah. yeah. And so she still, I don't know that she's backstage. She's been backstage for a couple of years, but she's always covering what's going on, and it's been mm-hmm. fun. The year the artist was up for an Oscar, I remember, because mm-hmm. she actually got to ask one of the cast members questions. I was curious if... Um, it was different making a silent film if the rehearsal was any different and they said no um so that was kind of cool i know uh, i knew someone who was actually backstage at the oscars 
So, yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of take... And we try to watch the movies the month before that are up. If yeah, we if we can. They don't come to York a lot. Yeah, so, it's so many of the movies, like especially the art type of movies, just don't come to York because we're not a very large city. and So sometimes so, we travel if it's a movie we really want to see. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll bring them after they win. Yeah, or after <laughs> they've been nominated, sometimes you, they'll... Like last year, one of the theaters did specifically every movie that had been nominated for Best Picture for like a couple of showings. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad that there's so many movies that get Oscars that that so many people don't even have a chance to see because they don't live in one of the big cities. Yeah, and plus now, well, I guess actually that would be more people having a chance to see, but I was just reading an article about Roma, which I think I showed you, which they're showing in a few theaters, and then they're releasing on Netflix, and there's some Mm -hmm. question as to whether or not that'll be eligible, or if that's the wave of the future, and Netflix once again changing how things are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I wanted to, there, what was the, I forget the movie last year, that won something. Anyway, go. Um, Um... I don't know what you're going. Where you're going yeah, I know, to. but change the topic because I can't remember. I'm not gonna be able okay. to remember. Um, <coughs> they so, had a like all female cinematographer. All it was a lot of it was a female director. Oh, I know which one you're you talking but about. I get not I don't know what the name of it is though, yeah. it, but it's on. It's a Netflix movie. Um, it was uh, Mississippi. It was like mud something. Yeah, it was like. I can't remember the name. Well, let's keep talking and give me your phone, and I'll look it up. Okay, so. So yeah, Oscar night is a big deal. Um, and then after that, Easter's not really Easter's, anymore. Well, I I always play church and, stuff. Yeah, more church stuff. Um, it's the anniversary of when I came out to my family, which didn't go very well. So this year, I am live tweeting and be prepared for this. Love Simon, which mm. is a fun movie on Easter mm-hmm. to distract me from this. And people should have good coming out experiences. Yes, they should. I mean, mine was mostly okay for most of my family, but uh, that should be another episode. But anyway, Easter for me is, for Gail is religious stuff, and for me it's an anniversary of when I came out. Don't come out on major holidays. Mm. This is my advice. It gets distracting. (laughs) (laughs) And beyond that, we also, well, we do theater stuff, so opening night is always a big, big deal. Opening night is huge. We used to have... It was always fun when we would be... There was a period when we were doing shows and we would have opening night parties. We should get back. You suggested getting back to that at some point. Yeah, I did. Opening night parties. Mm-hmm. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah. When I was doing one... When I started directing. Okay. With adults. Yeah, Because it's we hard. Did. We were doing... We're not, we, uh, all ages stuff when you have teens and younger children along with adults it's harder to have a party that starts at 10 o'clock yeah so with our summer show we usually well we we always open at Griffith Pinchot State Park and then um we stop at an ice cream place on the way back to York and invite everyone else to also stop at the ice cream place and we generally close it down it's fun um Yeah. But let's see. There's that. There's birthdays. 
beyond that, we don't really do many holidays. Holidays per se, no. My yeah. birthday is vitally important. Yes, Michelle's birthday is incredibly important. <laughs> Uh, although many, many times we do have auditions on Michelle's birthday. And then I let people sing happy birthday to <laughs> Yes, that's always fun. Um, it's May 25th if you want to start shopping for a present now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, yeah, me working on holidays makes the holidays that other people celebrate difficult. Because, like... The 4th of July, I'm at work until, like, 9. 4th of July, though, is one of my favorite holidays. 4th of July is a great holiday, but we can't go see fireworks together because I have to work. Um, it's still a great holiday. It's a great, it's an amazing holiday, yes. Every year we explain to the cats why. They have to it, put up with fireworks. Yes. Why <laughs> The 4th of July is a great holiday, even though there will be fireworks. Or, like this year, there well, were fireworks, like, the entire week of the 4th of July. That was insane. Yes. Love of Country has taken a hit the past couple of years because so many things have been exposed about the way the culture is struck, country is structured and the way people with ill intent have taken advantage of it for 240-odd years. Mm-hmm. And, but I still think there's quite a lot to be proud of and... America and the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the concept that all men and women are created equal. Um, the idea is there, that's the whole point of the Enlightenment and the fact that we are a country created in that great time of revolution and we didn't have to chop off anybody's head. <laughs> and um, the, the, it's the ideals to be celebrated and the camaraderie with your fellow Americans and that's I've been reading about Thanksgiving. It's that too, where George Washington declared that we should have a national day of celebration. And did you know that? Yeah. And well, I I probably knew that, but I was just reminded. And George Washington declared, you know, that we should have a national Thanksgiving where Americans come together. And then Lincoln made it a national holiday. Mm-hmm. It was after the Civil War when he did that, right? It couldn't have been because he survived oh, for right. like a week after yes, the Civil point, War. Ended. Uh, huh. That's true. But anyway, I mean, even though Lincoln knew it was an incredibly divisive time, that we had to come together as Americans, which mm-hmm. is basically why we need bowling leagues back. But that's a, <laughs> for another podcast. I actually just, you can, bowling leagues were fun and random and yeah, we need more things that we can do together as Americans um, besides watching Netflix together. Mudblood. That's that was it. A, Mudbound, sorry. Okay, yeah. Mudbound. Mudblood is a Harry Potter reference. Harry Potter thing. We were just (laughs) discussing the whole, um, to get off the topic of holidays and segue, which hopefully you'll find entertaining, we've been debating whether to go see Fantastic Beasts. Oh, movies. When we like a movie, that's kind of a holiday for us. It is kind of, yeah. If it's a movie we've been looking forward to, like any movie with Captain America. Yes. That was a big deal. Any Captain America movies. And any movie, Shin Godzilla, that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And Pacific Rim. Um, summer blockbuster movies because by the when usually in the middle of the summer, we I'm in the mood for something that isn't Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if there's a huge summer blockbuster that's just one of those great summer action, bigger than life, special effect movies like Pacific Rim the second, um, that's a huge event in our family. Yep. 
And oh right, so we've been discussing Fantastic Beasts because we went to see the first one, but we're I'm we are neither of us really very happy with J.K. Rowling saying ooh ooh after the fact Dumbledore's gay and Hermione and Harry should have and ended up together and which now. is just wrong. It, yeah. Hermione and Ron were obviously meant <laughs> to be together. Duh, I don't care what the author says. Yeah, and uh, the Harry Potter movies did Christmas excellency. Oh yeah, and so did the books. But so I just saw a shot of one of the actresses, not one of the main characters from Fantastic Beasts, and the, um, it's always fun to see period done really well, but mm-hmm. it's just not worth it for. I found the whole villain part of the last one kind of disturbing. Yeah. Sure, he's gay and make him creepy around a teenage boy. No, thank mm-hmm. you. No. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping one of the Gryffindor chasers would be gay, but no. <laughs> yeah, one of them should have been. One of them probably is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet there's fan fiction. Yes, I'm sure there is. Uh, yeah, my little brother used to write, Bo used to write, or I don't know if he still does, but he wrote Ron and Hermione fan fiction. Um, so he started writing fan fiction before I did. He finds me uh, Korean songs for my playlist because I write playlists, or I write... I will put together a playlist and write, um, but that's not here nor there. Any other holidays we Halloween. Halloween is fun. Mood October. Mood October. Sometime I want to do a masquerade party for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween's just fun in the universe, all the... Mm-hmm. I like doing Halloween. I want to do a play at Halloween, adapt maybe Poe or something. It's just, it's a nice mood, mm-hmm. fall. Um, the sky's not as dark as it is now. Everybody's kind of... There's a little bit of excitement in the air. It's bracing yeah. after summer. Yeah. Everything's a little bit more enervated. So Halloween's a holiday we do. More than no. There's my birthday. Um, June, July, August, September. Our anniversary. Yeah. We celebrate our anniversary on September 21st because that's our first date. Mm-hmm. And we also have a wedding anniversary, which is... Um, June 21st. June 21st, but mostly we celebrate. We were celebrating our, our September 21st anniversary for a lot longer. But we decided mm, very sensibly to buy joint anniversary presents instead of buying each other a present. Mm. Um, because that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it really, really is. <laughs> so we would get something like the first one we had, we got a breakfast in bed tray. And four mugs from Marshall Fields. And we still have the mugs, actually. Mm-hmm. We still use them. And it's nice. And it then is. With some, we would occasionally take trips in lieu of buying something. Or, but our second anniversary, we got a cat. Our second anniversary, we got a cat. Because we moved to York, and I was saving up money. This was before Gail was a vegetarian to take us out for dinner and get a steak. Um, and then we wandered into a vet store and a cat claimed me. And so I was jokingly offering to name her T-Bone since she was taking my anniversary dinner steak money, but no, we didn't. It was Hildy, named after a character. From His Girl Friday. His Girl Friday, the movie. Because she liked to read the paper. Yep. So our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much us through the holidays. Yep. We've made up our own. That's one of the good things about, you know, being out on your own is you can kind of make up your own holidays and make up your own people you celebrate them. Oh, we went to a pumpkin carving party this year. That, that was, was great fun. fun. Thank you, Blake. Um, my D&D group. 
<laughs> um, one of the members. And he's, he's, well, actually, he's been a friend of ours, and he was in when we were making movies. And Blake did all the special effects in Lonely Pond Monster Looking for Love and a bunch of other stuff. And we've collaborated together for a long time. But he's married now and has a baby. And just he moved back here after spending some time in California. And so he had a pumpkin carving party this year. And that was actually kind of time-consuming, sawing through the pumpkin. I did a robot mm-hmm. and turtle. We didn't weren't sure if it would work logistically, but actually turned out pretty well. Yeah, it did. It was really cool. Yeah, we so. had a, the non traditional form of pumpkin. It was a, it was a tall pumpkin, pumpkin more instead like of the round. Yeah, because the iris started pumpkin. off carving turnips. <clears throat> we used to have a holiday party, uh, kind of. Oh right, Dick will end up with the Christmas tree decorating compromise. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, because uh, my family. We would always save the Christmas tree for Christmas Eve, so we would actually get sent out to be... We would go through the neighborhood and gather chunks of rock, because (laughs) my father is very inept at household stuff, so basically we balanced the tree in a bucket with rocks. (laughs) So going out and getting the bucket of rocks and getting the Christmas tree was the way to get us out of the house so my mother and grandmother could do whatever my mother and grandmother did. Um... And so I was always just setting up Christmas Eve and made Christmas Eve, as I said earlier in the podcast, you know, a little more magical. I'm basically a one evening Christmas person, and it's Christmas Eve. Whereas, but my my family, I think, usually by the Saturday after Thanksgiving, the Christmas tree would be up, and all of the decorations would be out, and there would be, it it was just Christmas for an entire month, which <laughs> was great. Um, Unless, of course, you want Christmas Eve to be special. Like Unless me. you, yes, <laughs> yes. So we eventually settled on having a Christmas decorating party somewhere around the solstice. The solstice. So 21st. And we um, had people bring ornaments. That was great. We still have some of the ornaments from the earlier parties. Mm-hmm. And some years, if I we didn't have a tree because of the cat or because we were going to be out of town, I would just take a huge piece of sketch paper and draw a tree, and people would draw ornaments on them, and that was fun. That was always fun, yeah. Yeah, we should do that again sometime. We haven't had a party mm-hmm. in the past couple of years because we moved into, well, where we bought a house, and we need to do some fixing up before we have a party again. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> we got busy. Anyway, okay, so um, drop any holiday traditions you have in the comments. Hopefully you enjoyed our probably at this point 40-minute ramble. I don't know. Um, remember that it's okay to have your own holiday traditions. It's okay to ignore holidays and just do something else. It's okay to enjoy them make your own make them with the family that cares about you even if it's not the family you started out with um find friends there are hotlines out there that you can call (laughs) if you get lonely um listen to podcast again um take care of yourselves (laughs) and have a happy hanukkah merry christmas kwanzaa we should look in. I don't have any friends who celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, no. Saturnalia. My Latin teacher was big on Saturnalia. Festivus. Festivus is apparently huge. Oh, many other holidays? No. Set up a Yule log or set up a Yule log and look at a flame and relax. And think about the good things. 
and, and think stay about warm. how stay warm and think about how winter is when you lie a little bit fallow and wait until spring. And when spring comes up, you kind of just pop up and start over and mm-hmm. start planning for a lunar new year party because I think that's what we're going to do. Yep. <laughs> Take care. This is Michelle signing off. And this is Gail. And this has been. Friday We in Love Monday Week Post Podcast. And we will be doing this regularly every couple of weeks. So look for it and sign up for our Patreon. And, and come out with us. Oh, yes. We're working on catchphrases. Take care. Uh, and keep talking because I always forget to unlock. <laughs> Sing a snatch of a Christmas song. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year, although we will probably be talking to you before then, but yeah. take care. Bye.